Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for checking out Toronto today on Friday, November 18th. Well, uh, we come to a weekend where it's going to be incredibly intriguing to see what happens between the QP union and, of course, the provincial government. I think our kids are going to be in school on Monday. Happy to admit I'm wrong when I'm wrong. I always try and be accountable for that. But nonetheless, I think a deal is going to get done. I think there's some posturing here. There always is. They're back to negotiating through the media. And actually, I think that gets us closer to getting a deal done. I don't think they'd do that if they were that far apart. So I address that in our top hour at 6 o'clock. Will your kids be getting ready for school on Sunday night? Here's my estimate, and here's where I lean. I don't think it's a 50-50 proposition. I feel like it's more 70-30 that they'll go to school. So why is that? We've got a 5 o'clock deadline sort of to have pen to paper on a new agreement between QP and the provincial government. I don't expect anything to escalate. I don't think uh, there's any move the government's going to make. They're not bringing back the notwithstanding clause. They got barbecued for that. That isn't going to happen. But let me give you a sense as to where I think things are at from talking to people within both camps. There's definitely two camps here, and there's a lot of middle ground, which is you, me, and many, many millions of parents and, and students, quite obviously. A lot of teachers are in the middle ground as well here. Teachers are often parents, um, and they don't always have to be, but they sit there and waiting as well. This ball is in Stephen Lecce's court. The ball is in the provincial government's court. But they can change that in a big hurry. Present the offer as it stands right now. They agree on money. We talked yesterday to Todd Canning, a union rep for the OSBCU for CUPE. Uh, Alex Pearson, I was in the car driving, and I listened to her interview. Uh, Fred Hahn, one of the union reps as well for CUPE. This is where it's at. There's going to be another round of meetings this morning. Um, but the concept is members are ready to vote. And I said this yesterday on Alex's show, started to hear, you know, trickle in reaction to Lecce being on our show. Um, Minister Lecce around eight o'clock as well. Um, this is this is what I'm hearing from QP's rank and file. And their union organizers are telling their members that they've got a good deal here. And the overwhelming response, according to them, and they're absolutely independent of each other. There's three people I'm talking to that there's more than three, but there's three people saying almost exactly the same phrasing. So whether they're taking that from the same Zoom call or conference call, I, I don't know. I'll let you be the judge of that. But overwhelming response was used independent of each other by two different people that couldn't possibly know that they're both talking to me and couldn't possibly know that they're in the same camp here. And that's to take the deal. The salaries have come up dramatically. From where they were. And you might still say, well, they're not going to get rich. No, they're not. But but nobody is in those roles anywhere on planet Earth. If you live elsewhere uh, on other planets, maybe they are, but they won't here and they aren't here. So the conversation, according to some of the members who are listening to these local union leaders is, why is it our our fight was about our salaries? Our fight was something about it was something about our working conditions as well. Sure it was. But the concept is they're putting politics on the backs of the lowest paid, most marginalized workers since they documented that that's the case. And the hashtag thirty nine thousand isn't enough. And it isn't for some of them. And there's no doubt they've done poorly in negotiations prior to this. You can put the blame, the point, the finger of blame 
at their negotiating teams for not getting what the union workers deserved. You can point the finger of blame at various provincial governments, Ford, Wynn, McGinty, go back, Harrison Eves. You can do whatever you like, Point the, but the facts are the facts, and they've gotten lousy deals, poor increases that aren't associated with the cost of living. Now, you know this in the private sector, and you know I've spoke about this. No one's busting down their boss's door today on a Friday and saying, inflation's really high, give me more. Because everybody is struggling. Everybody is going to struggle. If you've lived through recessionary times, you know, hold it on, hold tight, don't rock the boat, and it'll keep calm, carry on. It's the best way I can put it. And those those times end, and times get more fruitful as opposed to frugal again. This is what Stephen Lecce said on the show yesterday about the movement that the union has made. We stepped up in a big way, like $335 million increase just for QP. Like we're not done it matter most this negotiation has always been about pay and benefits and the broader compensation package so we said look fair enough we're going to give you more particularly for the lowest income workers we recognize they play an important role in our schools our premiers always believe these people make a difference and so we stepped up in a big way like 335 million dollar increase just for cupy like we're, we're not talking about the other tables the other education workers the other teachers just cupy that's in a week that's a massive uh, increase of support we also said we'd maintain the pensions and the benefits and the sick leave programs. We've asked for no concessions, and we still don't have a deal. And I think the fundamental question for many of us, even after accepting a flat rate, when we originally had two different type of pay, we went to one flat rate upon the request, is we did everything they've asked. Remember what the concern was as well. They're going to cut into our sick days. They're not. We're, they're going to cut into our benefits. They're not. They're going to cut into vacation. They aren't. None of those are factors here. A QP local union leader writes me, and Fred Hahn was saying yesterday to Alex Pearson before I read you the quote, well, the, the money is just one component. An offer has several components. He is right about that. First of all, they did withdraw from talks. They absolutely withdrew from talks. So I had people within QP saying what Todd said isn't exactly accurate, what Fred said isn't exactly accurate. There's going to be posturing. People from both sides will poke holes in the other person going on the radio or TV and saying this, that, and the other thing. That's normal life, and that's life in negotiations. You'll see it when, uh, you know, when a, when a team can't sign an athlete. You'll see it when you know private industry is trying to you know bring a new CEO in. Now, most of that ends up being behind the curtain and behind closed doors. But here's what the local union leader writes to me: the several components are extra staffing. That wasn't our fight. The fight was for better wages, and we campaigned on it. So he's a little ticked off that people are now backpedaling and shifting the narrative. And I noticed it. And I listened to a lot of Alex's show yesterday, and she noticed it. She's covered labor agreements and disagreements in this in this province like nobody's business. There's nobody, there's nobody more informed on these issues than Alex Pearson, who will follow me up next at 9 o'clock. But that's why the unions want to put some pressure on QP here. The local unions want this deal. They say, put it in front of us. Let us look at it. Let us vote. And he writes to me, our local is one of the biggest and loudest. Tomorrow's a PA day. We'll be sending out. Inf- it is? Okay, it is. Tomorrow's a PA day. I know that because our kids, will, my kids will sleep until 1.30 p.m. Tomorrow's a PA day. We'll be sending out info to members about general membership meetings to come. We have one scheduled for Sunday. They've agreed on salaries and benefits. This is what, like, if you want to say, hey, are you reporting this? You're damn right I am. They reached this 24 hours ago. Salaries are done. Benefits are done. 
But do you, do you think someone wants to pound the pavement and say, well, I'm great on the salaries and benefits, but I need an extra custodian at my nine-room elementary school, and I'm not coming back to work until then. That's not happening in a million trillion years. And it's unfair if, if QP's leadership is going to ask their workers to do that, forget it. Then you will create dissension within the ranks. You will create tension. They want more ECEs hired. They want more custodians hired. They want more educational assistants hired. Do they, let me ask you, do you get more union dues with more employees? That's interesting. Would you have more people paying into the system if you had more union members than the 55,000 you? Oh, you would. Okay, that's really interesting. Don't put on the put, don't put on the backs of the workers. If 39,000 isn't enough and you got the salaries and benefits that you didn't even fathom you'd get a month ago. I'm not telling you people are going to go out and start buying BMWs. Put that offer in front of the workers. But Stephen Lecce has to do his part. Give a final offer. Put it in today. Put a Get in front of a microphone. Say, this is it. Sign it or don't. Stay out three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. But this is our final offer. And I'm telling you, QP workers would take that offer.